to the Soul Cook Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Stein, and I just recorded this entire episode, and my software failed me, and it wouldn't save, and there was nothing I can do, and I lost the entire episode. So I just want to let you know where I'm at emotionally right now. I thought my head was going to explode a couple hours ago when this happened. It did not, thankfully, but it almost did. And I actually had like a really big cry about it. I was that upset. (laughs) So since then, I have taken a shower. I've actually played some badminton with Josh, which put me in such a better mood. I can't even express how happy badminton makes me (laughs) playing with Josh. It was really nice. Um, And I feel a bit more refreshed and ready to do this again. I do not want to be a Debbie Downer. I do not want to be in a negative headspace. So I'm just going to carry on. But I feel like the reason why I was so upset about it is because, I mean, it's frustrating no matter what episode it is but this is a really special episode and I really gave it my all and I was like super proud of it and then I was so like happy and relieved to have it done and then as soon as I went to save it it just it all went downhill from there so it was pretty upsetting but I feel a lot better now and we're gonna make this episode even better okay thank you for letting me have that little rant and to be a little emotional right now but I'm pulling myself together we're gonna have a great episode I'm excited to share this one with you because it is a bit of a special episode. We are actually on episode 10 of Soul Click, which is very exciting. I know it's not like a huge number, but I still feel like it's a bit of a milestone. And this episode, episode 10, is actually going to mark the end of Soul Click season one. Um, do not worry, I will be back. We're gonna do Soul Click season two in the fall and it's gonna come back even better and with better content, juicier topics, more guests. It's just going to be better all around. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to do a lot of work in the meantime while I'm not posting episodes to make it really good and kind of revamp the podcast. But I wanted to make that announcement at the top of this episode and just make it clear that after this episode, there's not going to be any new Soul Click episodes going up until the fall. Um, and if you want to stay up to date on that, you can follow Soul Click Podcast on Instagram and I will keep you posted there on like when we're coming back. Also, you can of course subscribe to this show if you haven't already. That way, whenever we're back, it'll just pop up in your um, podcast subscription box and you won't have to like go looking for us or anything like that. Okay, let's get into this episode. The main topic of the episode is the most highly requested topic I've ever had. So I thought it would be perfect to do it as like a season finale (laughs) sort of episode. And it's going to be all things skincare. I get so many questions about my skincare routine. I know that sounds like such a lame bloggery thing to say that oh everyone's asking about my skincare routine but like I honestly do have a lot of people that ask me about it so I thought I would share it finally on the podcast. At first I was a little hesitant to do this episode because well there's two reasons. The first one being that I am not a skincare expert. I'm not an esthetician. I don't know anything crazy scientifical about skincare or the products. I just sort of know it works for me. Um, and I've, I guess that's fine because whenever I'm looking for recommendations or looking for a new product, I will just look at like normal girls, not like a necessarily an esthetician or anything, but just a girl that has like a lot of opinions about a certain product or something that she did for her skin or her skincare routine and just see what she thinks about the products and then just like let the skin speak for itself, you know? 
Also, in this day and age, the influencer age, I feel like it is actually really tricky to find someone that's just telling their natural opinion and their actual real experience with the product because with influencers there's obviously so many sponsored ads and sometimes they don't actually disclose that something is an ad and they just act like they love the product so I think it's really good to hear from like a normal person this is obviously not sponsored in any way whatsoever um but yeah just like a totally normal person who just loves skincare and loves trying lots of different products and then getting a good idea of what products really work for me and trying them out yourself see if they work for you But before we get into the skincare chat, I of course have to do my weekly recap and share my very last love list of the season. It's a little sad. It's a little emotional, you know, I'm feeling nostalgic. I I really love the love list, but it's okay. We're going to be back in better than ever in season two with lots of more things on the love list. I'm sure I always thrive in the fall. So I'm sure we're going to have the love lists are going to be absolutely on fire. I'm excited. All right, jumping into my weekly recap. Since I last spoke with you, I have been on another beach trip. I feel like every single episode or like every other episode, I'm telling you that I just got back from a beach trip and I think that the beach has been like the only thing really keeping me sane over the last few months. It's just, it's been such a gift and such a blessing to be able to escape to the beach So I have been taking advantage of that as much as I can. Um, But this time I actually went and met up with my cousin Macy. She's also like my best friend since birth. Um, And I hadn't got to see her since before quarantine started. I don't think, I think I hadn't seen her since like January. So that's ridiculous and that's like not okay at all. So we decided to do a girl's trip, just me and her, went to the beach. We spent like four days there and it was everything I ever needed it was so nice all we did was like laugh our butts off the whole time because that's all we ever do when we're together is just make each other laugh until our stomachs hurt and we watched Netflix we obviously went to the beach and the water this week you guys was insane it was like the Caribbean but we're in northwest Florida I honestly felt like we were in the Bahamas like it was actually incredible it was so blue you can go on my Instagram and see the latest like beach pictures that I put up and yeah you'll see how blue it was it was amazing but yeah we just watched movies and ate amazing food and drank champagne and just like had the best best time together it was wonderful so that was definitely the highlight of the last week um but other than that oh my goodness I've got big news so I actually re-resurrected re-resurrected I just resurrected my YouTube channel which is huge for me because I have not posted a vlog since June of last year so it's been like just over a year since my last vlog and Over the past few months, I've really been just like craving to vlog and just like having the urge to do it, but I just keep making excuses for myself as to why I, I don't know, I just like put it off basically. And I decided to stop putting it off because I obviously have this like, I don't know, just something inside me that's telling me to vlog. And so I feel like I should listen to that, not to get like weird and deep about it and like it's not that deep, but I don't know, I just want to start listening to those little urges because 
it feels so good when you do. And so anyway, I basically picked up my camera. I see I picked up my camera. I'm vlogging on my iPhone because I sold my camera a while ago whenever I stopped vlogging, but I'll get a new one soon. It's not a big deal. My phone is actually doing a really good job of vlogging right now, but that is besides the point. What I'm trying to say is, um, over the weekend, I decided to vlog because Josh and I were going to Disney Springs, which is another part of my weekly recap. Um, it was fabulous, but we did like a shopping day at Disney Springs and I was like, why aren't I vlogging? This would be like a nice thing to vlog. So I just pulled out my phone and started vlogging and I can't tell you like what a good feeling it is. Like it just felt so right to do it. Um, and even as I was like editing the footage and I don't know, it just feels good to be back in into vlogging and like it feels like a really great creative outlet for me and it's just fun and I like to do it for the memories and yeah so that's something I'm obviously very excited about and I'm definitely going to continue to vlog I'm going to really try to be very consistent over the next I don't know a few months forever I don't know how long but I want to get videos out every single week at least one video maybe more um, I haven't really set like a schedule for myself on this yet but I'm planning on doing that soon so you guys can know when videos are coming so if you're ever missing my voice during this little soul click break until season two you can of course go find me on youtube and watch my vlogs they're gonna be obviously quite different to the podcast content but I think it'll be fun anyway I'm excited about it. Okay, so a little recap on Disney Springs. I think I told you in a few, or at least a few episodes ago that we went to Disney Springs for the first time for like our first dinner out since quarantine with our friends and it was amazing and we felt super safe because they take your temperature and there's hand sanitizer everywhere and they're like very onto you about masks. Like if you take your mask off for like a second, they're like, put your mask back on, which... I really appreciate. Anyway, Josh and I decided to go and do a little shopping on Sunday because we just really wanted to get out of the house and do something normal. And so we went to Zara and Uniqlo because they have both those stores at Disney Springs. Um, and we just walked around a lot. We got some gelato. And what else did we do? We got poutine. You can actually see all this in my latest vlog if you go watch that. It actually went up today. Um, so that's super fresh today as in the day I'm recording this, which is the day before you're listening to this. So it's still fresh. That is if you're listening to this on Thursday, July 22nd. Anyway, we had a great time at Disney Springs. We got a lot of things at Zara and Uniqlo. But the thing is that they close all the fitting rooms, obviously, because of COVID. So you can't really try anything on in the store. So it's kind of like you're just buying things just to try them on, um, which is what we did. We bought like a whole bunch of stuff because we just weren't sure what you know, what we'd be able to keep. So I did a bit of a try on haul in my vlog actually. Um, and that was super fun. So I ended up figuring out what I'm going to keep. And then tomorrow we're actually going to go back to Disney Springs because I need to return the things that I'm not keeping. Honestly, any excuse to go get some Disney vibes, I'm all about it. Like I'm such a Disney kid. Okay. Moving on in the weekly recap to probably the biggest development since the last time I spoke with you. And that is that I have started dun, 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 the Weight Watchers program, also known as WW. I can't believe I'm admitting this on the internet, but you know what? I'm excited about it. And I know there's there's definitely like a stigma about Weight Watchers, and I don't really know what it is, but it just seems really lame and like a weird thing to do. But, okay, let me tell you the background on this. I follow this girl named Mallory Irvin, 
She has a great YouTube channel and I love following her on Instagram and she like used to be a beauty queen. Like I think she was Miss America or like runner up to Miss America and anyway, her she's always kind of fluctuated with her weight and she talks about it a lot on her YouTube channel like very openly like her journey with weight loss and that kind of stuff. And she swears by Weight Watchers. So she actually took us along on like her journey on YouTube. And she basically like documented her experience and progress with doing Weight Watchers and using the Weight Watchers app. So that kind of got me thinking about it. And it definitely helped me make like a positive correlation to Weight Watchers in my mind. Because she loved it so much and she believed in it so much. And she made it look actually fun. So I thought I would try it. I was kind of like, okay, I'm probably going to try that in the future. I don't know when, but like I'll probably do it at some point. So here's a little background on me. I have never been heavier, I don't think, in my life. Um, I'm not like, I know I'm not like massively overweight or anything, but I am about like 20 or 25 pounds more than what I weighed at my wedding. And that was like four years ago. So it's not like I gained everything really fast. It was kind of like a slow the pounds just like crept on very slowly over time. Um, but now I'm at this point where I just do not feel good. I do not feel like myself. I have not been really taking care of my body very well over the past, I don't know, two years probably. And I've just had enough. Like I'm just sick of feeling unhappy with myself and not confident in like most of my clothes and bathing suits. You can forget about it. So I'm just sick of feeling like that. It's just such a sad, like miserable way to live. I'm so tired of it. So I finally decided to do something about it and I figured Weight Watchers was the way to go. That sounds so cringe. It sounds like an ad or like some weird testimonial online, but like it's obviously not an ad. I just really wanted to share it with you because I've been doing it. I've, I've only been doing it for a week, so it's still very new, but so far I'm like obsessed with it. It's, it feels like a game. Okay, let me just explain to you how it works. It's all on an app. It's all on the WW app. And it's about $25 a month um, to be on the program. And I am currently on the green program. And I don't, I'm not like entirely sure what that means. But I do know that I have 30 points to use up per day. And basically, it's like a point system. So you're not counting you're not counting calories, but you are counting points. And certain foods are allotted a certain amount of points. So for instance, like a piece of salmon would be around like four to six points or something like that. Um, actually, let me look it up real quick. You can just type it in the app and see. Okay, salmon is three ounces is four points. So you can do it by the ounce and it's very specific. I really love it. Or you can even look up like different restaurants and type in like a specific dish from a restaurant and it'll tell you the number of points in it. Like it's really great. Also, it has a scanning feature where you can scan a package of like literally anything and it has, it'll have it in there and how many points like a serving is worth. It's so handy. I really, really love it. So a piece of salmon is about four points, obviously depending on what kind of like sauce you put on it or anything and things like that. But an ice cream, like one scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream from Baskin Robbins would be like 14 points. So it's kind of, it's not necessarily based on calories, but it's based on like the health and nutritional value of that food. But it's nice because you can still choose to have the ice cream if you want to do that. And you can kind of be like strategic with your points, which I really like. I like that there's no like food groups that are off limits or anything like that. Because that I don't like that kind of restriction. Um, but you do have to be like smart about your points. So 
if an ice cream cone is worth 14 points, that's almost half of my daily value of points for one scoop of ice cream. So I could either have that or I could have like a beautiful plate of salmon and rice and veggies and that would be like even less points, maybe 10 points instead of having one ice cream. So it's kind of fun to like strategize. I feel like it's kind of like a game, but it just really helps you to be more thoughtful about what you're putting into your body, which is great. Oh my gosh. And the best thing about it is that there are zero point foods. So all fruits and vegetables are zero points apart from potatoes and corn and like avocado. But apart from that, like all the fruits and vegetables zero points which is amazing for me because I love fruit so much I think that it is God's perfect food it is like perfectly packaged with all the sweetness and all the fiber and all the minerals and vitamins and nutrients it's like the most like nutrient dense food that there is are fruits and veggies um so yes I'm all about it and I I'm not afraid of like fruit sugar at all I'm not one of those people that's like scared of sugar especially natural sugars from fruits because it is like I said packaged with like all the perfect amount of fiber and vitamins and nutrients and everything to like help your body digest it and use it in the best way possible so yeah I'm very excited that I don't have to track the fruit and I can just eat it and enjoy and have as much as I want which is great it's it's great because it really does encourage you to eat a lot more fruits and veggies um since you don't have to track it and they really do fill you up um so most mornings I'm having like a big smoothie and like some melon and bananas and nectarines oh my gosh I'm so into nectarines right now especially the white nectarines they are so good okay I think I've rambled on enough about that for one episode but I will most likely be sharing more about this on my YouTube channel in the next coming weeks and months um just like as I see more results and and things like that I've actually already seen some results which is very exciting um it's only been a week so we will see how we go but so far so good check out the YouTube channel if you want to you know keep tabs on me and my weight loss journey all right jumping in to my lovely list and I actually already covered the first thing on the list which is the Weight Watchers app the WW the WW app that is such a mouthful I feel like I've already very thoroughly covered that situation so I'm gonna move on to the next thing on the love list and it is actually a hair care product that I've been loving it is the Redken windblown finishing spray and oh my gosh you guys I found my perfect hairspray it's not really hairspray it's like uh like it says it's kind of like a volumizing windblown kind of texturizing spray but i actually have really fine hair so i feel like a lot of texturizing sprays just kind of make my hair feel like dirty and sticky and like i need to wash it um but i also since i have such like fine hair i need a lot of volume so it's kind of like a catch-22 I've never used that phrase in my life, catch 22, but here we are on my podcast using big phrases. Big phrase? It's not a big phrase. It's just a phrase. Hopefully I used it correctly. Okay, moving on. So the hair spray. I really love it because it keeps my hair feeling really clean and soft, but it actually gives so much volume. I don't know how it works. It's kind of magical because it makes my hair like really fluffy and like big, but it stays really soft and clean feeling, which it's just like a dream. I really, really love it. So cannot recommend it enough. Next up on my love list is a candle that I have been obsessed with for actually a couple years now, but 
I thought it was just a fall candle and I don't know maybe it is but Bath and Body Works can kind of get a little crazy sometimes and bring out their fall things in like July um so I don't I'm still not sure if it's a fall candle or not but anyway it's a fall candle to me because that's when I normally burn it but I saw it at my Bath and Body Works a couple days ago and I obviously bought it because they were having a big sale and so I got a few candles but okay I haven't even told you the scent of the candle yet it is called Marshmallow Fireside and that's really the best way to explain it to you it smells like a toasty marshmallow but it also smells really smoky like you're sitting at a bonfire and it is so delicious smelling I really love it um I'm usually not a huge fan of only sweet candles I usually like kind of more earthy candles or kind of masculine scents but this one is kind of a perfect balance of like sweet but also woodsy and masculine because it has the smoky um, tones to it as well as the sweet tones of the marshmallow and it's just so beautiful I really love it and Josh likes it too which says a lot because I feel like he's very like pretentious about his candles if you know what I mean so if you have the chance anytime soon I definitely recommend going to Bath and Body Works and smelling this candle and if you do please like dm me and let me know what you think of it because I think it's like the most magical candle ever um especially for bath and body works i uh, there's not that many candles there that i really really love um but this one is a special one i really like it like i i think i mentioned before in an episode like i pretty much normally go for really expensive candles um and this one it just kind of takes the cake right now and i think it was like 14 dollars on sale at bath and body works so definitely a good one actually it's a white barn candle i don't really know the difference between white barn and bath and body works but the white barn candles have cuter packaging in my opinion so it's a white barn candle sorry for the confusion all right we have come to the last item on my love list for season one of soul click and i'm obviously going to leave you with a beverage because i like to share you know my wine on my love list and i have a new discovery and you might laugh at me and you might think that this is like so basic and very obvious, but to me it wasn't. And I just discovered this, so just bear with me, okay? And if you haven't heard of this, don't feel bad because I didn't either. Um, but it is the Osti Spumanti um, Martini Rossi sparkling wine so i guess the brand is called Martini Rossi but the actual wine or the champagne is Osti and obviously it's not real champagne because it's not from champagne blah, blah blah I know I know but it's easier to call it champagne like I don't like seeing sparkling wine it sounds just like not as exciting <laughs> so my cousin Macy actually introduced this to me on our beach trip last week and I am so happy that she did because it is so delicious and it's actually quite sweet but I really like it I think I might have like tricked myself into thinking that I didn't like sweet wines or like sweet champagne I don't know maybe I thought it was too cool or something but I'm here to tell you that I'm not too cool and I am not afraid to admit that I love sweet wine now. I even ordered a Riesling at dinner and it was amazing <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. So I'm excited for my new like sweet wine journey and I'm excited about this Ostis Bamanti and I highly recommend that you try it out if you are of legal drinking age. Um, you can get it at Target, Publix, probably Kroger. I think you can get it like anywhere. It's very widely available. If you get it, send me a picture because I'd love, I'd love to see that. I would love that for you. All right, it has come time to talk about skincare. Skincare is something I've always really loved to talk about and I'm quite passionate about it and I'm very like, I just love the ritual of it. I love, I just love everything about it. So I'm excited to chat about it. I'm literally gonna tell you 
everything I know about it. I'm gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit about how food can affect your skin, the different types of food that are amazing for your skin, some that are not so good. We're also gonna talk about every single product that I use currently on my face, um, my routine, and also any treatments that I've had done. So let's just jump right into it. It wouldn't be a skincare chat without someone telling you that you need to drink some water. I feel like that is the biggest thing and the first thing that everybody says. And it's because it's true though. It really is true. You really have to be hydrated. You're never going to have amazing, glowing, healthy, plump skin if you're not hydrated. So I just thought I should get that out of the way. First things first. Okay. I could never really talk properly about skincare and like what I do for my skin without addressing first the fact that healthy skin really does come from the inside out. Like you can use all the products in the world, but it's not really going to do that much unless you are addressing like the root of the problem. And that would be either your diet, maybe your hormones are out of whack. Um, there's a lot of factors internally that can make your skin irritated or just like not look its best. Obviously, it could be the products that you're using. Maybe those are off, but I feel like majority of the time it would be something internal going on. Now, everybody knows the saying, you are what you eat. And that is only because it's a very true statement. If you're eating beautiful, radiant, bright, juicy foods, those are going to have no choice but to shine through from the inside out. And you will become beautiful and radiant and juicy like the foods you're eating. This is because everything you eat literally becomes your cells and therefore your skin cells. So if you think about the vibrant like fruits and colorful veggies and really bright green like leafy greens, um, those are going to be the foods that will literally make you glow from the inside out because they have so many vitamins and minerals and nutrients in them that make them so nourishing and healthy for your skin. So I thought I would just talk about a couple of my favorite fruits and veggies that are really, really amazing for your skin. And I want to actually tell you like what about them is good for your skin because I feel like, at least for me, that always helps. Like the more information I have about something, the more I'm inclined to actually do something about it <laughs> like you can know that a sweet potato is amazing for your skin but if you don't know exactly why it's good for your skin I feel like it's just it's just helpful it makes me want to eat sweet potato more if I know exactly what's in it and how that is going to benefit my skin so I guess we'll just continue with the example of the sweet potato since it's one of my favorite things to eat and it's very very amazing for your skin sweet potatoes are packed with vitamin a and only one cup of sweet potato is like 400% of your daily vitamin A needs, which is just crazy. It's only one cup and it's got like vitamin A for days. So it's definitely up there with some of like the most powerful skin foods, in my opinion anyway, that's like easily accessible and that's something that you could have every day if you wanted. So vitamin A, why is vitamin A good for your skin? If you know anything about retinol or retin-A, it's, it's basically just vitamin A. That's what retinol is. And it is amazing at helping your cells turn over faster. So it speeds up the healing process. It can prevent breakouts. Um, and it actually promotes natural moisturizing, which means that it helps to hydrate you from the inside out, which is like what makes you nice and glowy and plump. And sweet potatoes just have so many other health benefits that I feel like if you can ever get your hands on a sweet potato, you better eat it. <laughs> That's what my mammal always says. She's so funny, but she, she also believes in the power of a sweet potato. So listen to my mammal. Also, my mammal has the most 
insane flawless skin you've ever seen she is 80 years old and her skin is like glass she literally does not have one wrinkle she's so beautiful so eat your sweet potatoes y'all okay another one of my absolute favorite foods for glowing beautiful skin is watermelon and uh, how good is watermelon you guys it's just so juicy and refreshing and sweet and did you know that it contains lycopene, which I didn't know what lycopene was like a few days ago, but I did my research and it is a powerful antioxidant that actually protects your skin from sun damage from the inside. It also obviously helps to flush toxins from your body since it's so like hydrating. Um, but how amazing is that? It protects your skin from the sun. And if you think about it, it's just amazing to think about like how perfectly God designed the world in creation because it's obviously a summertime fruit and we're pretty much only eating it in the summer and the summer is when we need the most protection from the sun. So obviously it would make sense why we have watermelon in summer. I just, I like that. I thought that was cool. Also blueberries and raspberries and other like summer berries also have antioxidants that protect your skin from sun damage um, and blueberries are actually also a vascular constrictor which means that they can help reduce the redness in your skin. I think that's just so cool you never really think about like you know these things are good for you but you don't know exactly like what they're doing for you if that makes sense and then also like raspberries and strawberries anything that's high in vitamin c helps stimulate the production of collagen which obviously helps keep your skin like bouncy and smooth and youthful looking and leafy greens like kale and spinach and those kinds of things are packed with obviously so many vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that make your skin glow and look beautiful but they also have very powerful anti-inflammatory and alkalizing properties that really help if you have like irritated skin because it helps to calm that down my favorite way to get in greens is just in a green smoothie you can throw in so many and like barely taste them and it's great so much easier than eating a massive salad and the last healthy skin food i want to talk about are healthy fats so avocados nuts and seeds salmon these are a few of my favorite sources of good healthy fats these foods are filled with omega-3s and omega-6s and those are the building blocks of healthy cell membranes aka your skin cell membranes they also help to produce your skin's natural oil barrier which is a crucial part of keeping your skin hydrated and plump and bouncy and like youthful looking okay i promise i'm gonna talk to you all about my actual skincare routine and the products that i use on my face every single day but before that i just wanted to touch on the foods that are not the best for your skin i know this is like the least fun part of this podcast probably but I just want to mention it because they can have a really big effect on your skin. So you can be doing everything right, but then if you're still eating like a ton of dairy, for some people that might be the cause of why you're still breaking out a lot. Okay, so let's talk about dairy. I love dairy. Dairy is delicious. I love ice cream. I don't think there's anyone that's actually created a, an equally delicious non-dairy ice cream yet, which is really sad because I love it, but dairy is not great for your skin for some people it might be fine for me it is not fine and i know for a lot of people that i know their skin just can't handle dairy um and this is for a variety of reasons which i will explain to you as fast as i can right now so first of all cows are only producing milk to feed their baby calves um when i was younger i thought that cows just always had milk i thought boy cows had milk i didn't know anything about it and i just thought that cows made milk and that was like their purpose but no they're actually only producing milk when they are mothering a baby 
Um, just like humans, just like all mammals. So with that being said, there are a lot of hormones and proteins in the dairy that are meant just for the baby cow to grow. And these hormones and proteins can interact with our own hormones, which can confuse our body's endocrine system, which is the body system that releases hormones and like controls all of our hormone functions. So when this is off, it's obviously going to cause breakouts. You know, if you're a woman and you've been on any sort of hormonal birth control, it can really affect your skin. Like when your hormones are not balanced and they're out of whack, that can definitely have a really bad effect on your skin. I personally always see a huge difference in my skin. Even if I've had a little bit of dairy, sometimes it's worth it. Like I'm not saying that I never have dairy. I honestly have dairy like at least once a week. Um, because it's worth it to me, but I just know that if I have dairy, I will be expecting a breakout within the next couple of days, and sometimes it's just the price you gotta pay. Sometimes that's our cross to bear. If you're a toaster, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love using toasty lingo, and nobody knows what I'm talking about, but if you're a toaster, you know what I'm talking about, and we see each other. Okay, I'm gonna move on to foods that cause inflammation, and dairy is one of them, um, but there's also processed sugar and fried foods. Of course, of course it's the most like delicious, wonderful things in life that aren't good for your skin or your body, but we move. Basically, these foods, if you already have like an underlying skin problem or anything that's like bothering you already, um, it will kind of attack that area and make it more irritated and aggravated and make it inflamed and make it worse. So these are the foods to avoid, especially if you have like eczema or you're really prone to breakouts. These foods will just like fan the flames of those issues and make them worse, unfortunately. But I am a firm believer in the 80-20 rule, which basically means the things that you do 80% of the time, like your majority of the time where you're more the most consistent, you're gonna get those results. And the other 20%, you can sort of have some fun, you can indulge and enjoy in whatever food that you want because you know the 80% of the time you're really taking care of yourself and that's you're going to reap the benefits of that. So I'm not at all about restricting anything, um, but it's just good to be aware of what the different foods are doing to your body so that you can be more mindful of it. Okay, we're going to finally jump into my skincare routine. I like to keep it pretty simple, at least for me I think it's pretty simple. Um, I cleanse, I exfoliate, I use a serum, and I moisturize. And of course I use eye cream, but I'm going to get into like the details of it. Like, you know, every single product that I use, what I've been loving. Um, and then we can talk about treatments that I've had done. So first I just want to say my morning routine and my nighttime routine, um, skincare routines, they are basically identical. The only difference is that in the morning I won't cleanse my face. I just kind of splash my face just to get off any excess product that didn't soak in overnight. And then I just continue with the products as I did the night before. Um, so I don't really change it up. And then of course in the morning I will put on sunscreen after all my skincare is done. But in the evenings I cleanse and you will never ever 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 catch me sleeping in makeup or even just going to bed without doing my skincare routine. I am obsessed. I love the ritual of it. I love how amazing my skin feels when I'm done putting all my beautiful products on and it's just one of my favorite parts of my day. So I never ever skip it and I think there's something to be said for consistency. I mean in, in everything in life, consistency I feel like is key to get results um, and I feel like especially with skincare, like you can't expect to get any sort of good results if you're just doing your skincare routine like haphazardly or doing it every once in a while or like twice a week. You gotta be consistent and do it every day. I also like to think of this time as sort of like a self-care moment. So 
when I do my skincare, it's not all just in vain. It's not just to look good. I'm not just doing it because I feel like I need to. It's because it feels like an act of love for myself and it's me taking care of myself and nourishing my skin so that I can feel my best. And it really just feels so good to care for yourself in that way and know that you're taking care of your skin and know that you're putting that like investment of time and money on products or treatments into yourself because you love yourself and you take care of the things that you love. Okay, let's talk about the cleanser that I use. I have been using the Fresh Soy Face Cleanser for years now and it is my all-time favorite. I never ever want to be without it. I repurchase it literally all the time. It is amazing because it removes all of my makeup with one cleanse. It's literally like magic. Like I've never found a cleanser that literally takes off all your makeup with one wash it's kind of unheard of so I really love how efficient it is but I also love that it doesn't have any like harsh chemicals or anything I think the ingredients are more on the natural side um, and the texture of it is kind of interesting it kind of feels like aloe vera jelly on your face like it's slippery it doesn't really get sudsy at all this is kind of weird at first but I really love it I get it at Sephora and I always have the full tube of it like the big one and then also like a mini travel one because I take it with me everywhere I go next up I do my exfoliation and I actually only do this part once a day so I'll usually do this in the evening and I know that a lot of people would recommend to not exfoliate every day but the exfoliating pads that I use are very very gentle um, and they are meant for daily use so I really like them I feel like with other exfoliators if you're only supposed to do it like once or twice a week I feel like I just kind of forget about them and I, I won't actually do it so I feel like having an everyday super gentle exfoliating product really helps me to stay on top of it and I get really good results with it. So I use the First Aid Beauty Facial Radiance Pads and I'm telling you, I can truly tell such a big difference if I go off of these for like a month. I'm like, why is my skin not as good as it usually is and it's because of these pads and it keeps my skin feeling really really smooth and bright and it helps my makeup look better I can just tell a big difference when I stop using it so I try to always have them on hand I've gone through so many jars of this you guys but they do last a long time so first aid beauty is a really great brand that I've used for years and it's really not too pricey I feel like the prices are really really good and they're fabulous products you can get them at Sephora all right, after I exfoliate, I go in with my vitamin C serum and I actually just get my vitamin C serum from Target. There's a brand called Derma E. Um, I get the Derma E vitamin C concentrated serum with hyaluronic acid and it's amazing. I have used several really expensive vitamin C serums and I honestly can't tell a difference in the results at all. Um, this one from Target definitely does the trick and it's it's great. I really love it. It's in like the natural beauty section of Target. But I really like to use a vitamin C serum because my skin is very, very prone to sun damage and getting a lot of like hyperpigmentation. Um, so I just try to use as many brightening products as possible on my skin. I forgot to mention sooner that I actually like to really take my time and massage like everything into my skin. Even my cleanser when I'm cleansing, I'll sort of use it as like a massage and like really go in and massage my face because there's a lot of benefits to this it releases toxins it also promotes blood flow and circulation and so it helps your skin cells turn over faster and it helps heal faster and it's just like helps get all the good nutrients from the blood into the skin so I really like to take my time and make sure that I'm like getting the maximum benefits of all my products by massaging it into my skin 
after my serum i will go in with my moisturizer and i have been using the first aid beauty ultra repair cream for a very long time like at least four years now i just keep repurchasing it because it's so good um some people might find it a little too heavy for their skin but for me it's perfect because my skin is a little bit on the drier side but i really love like a really super rich moisturizer and i find that it's very calming and healing as well it kind of tingles a little bit when you first put it on um but in a good way and i feel like it's really doing something so i really really love that cream and then after moisturizer, I put on an eye cream. I'm not super like picky or loyal to any eye cream at this point in my life. Um, but I right now I'm using the Murad Renewing Eye Cream. And I'm only using this one because I got it for Christmas as a gift. And it's really good. I like it. I don't know that I tell like any big results other than it's just really nice and moisturizing. I just like to take care of my under eyes because you're supposed to but I don't know that I see any big results so whenever I run out of this one I will probably try out another one maybe I'll try something a little more brightening or something but it's good for now it's just really nice and moisturizing that is all for my skincare routine um, but I did want to talk a little bit about a treatment that I've had done it's really the only real treatment I've ever had done on my face that's like made a big difference and it is IPL. So IPL stands for Intense Pulsed Light. And it is basically this laser treatment that I do. And it targets any dark spots or hyperpigmentation, um, sun damage. And it like removes it. It's so amazing. I cannot rave about this enough. It's like changed my life. It is quite pricey. I've actually only had it done two separate times but each time you go in for like a package of three or more typically that's what they recommended for me anyway um so the first time i did it i did a package of three and it was just before my wedding and i had a couple little dark spots like left over you know whenever you get a a pimple and you have that like dark spot left over for so long mine always linger forever so i wanted to try to get rid of those before my wedding um and some hyperpigmentation like sun damage from being an idiot teenager in high school and just baking in the sun with no sunscreen would not recommend so I did these three sessions before the wedding and I had like amazing results I could not believe it all the spots I was trying to get rid of fully disappeared and I was just so excited and all those spots have stayed away ever since then so the results are really amazing um, but as you age and as you have more sun exposure and hormones changing and things like that you can develop more spots so I did get a few more over the past like year and a half I've developed these like really annoying um hyperpigmentation spots I think they're sun damage on the very tops of my cheekbones like where the sun hits the most and they frustrate me so much so I found a medical spa here in Orlando and I went there and I did three treatments but this time they didn't really fully go away. So I, they definitely faded a lot. Like I definitely got some results from it, but they didn't like fully go away like the first time I had it done. Um, the first time I had it done was at a different medical spa. I actually went to the Kate Somerville Skin Clinic in LA, which is so beautiful and amazing. And it was just very fabulous. And they did an amazing job. So I don't know if maybe the laser was less strong or something. Um, but anyway, I, I kind of wish I had gotten... A bigger package because I think like the more sessions you go obviously the better results you're gonna get but I'm pretty happy with it right now like you really can't see them very much at all if I'm in the sun a little bit they'll they'll kind of get darker but 
then they kind of go back and fade as well. So I'm not too worried about them, but at some point in the future when I have plenty of money to spend on this, I'm definitely going to take care of them once and for all. But the IPL treatment also helps with fine lines and wrinkles. It also helps get rid of redness. Um, it's really amazing. So if you're ever interested in something like that, if you have any more questions about it, like definitely DM me. I'm happy to talk about it um, or just like look into it because it's such a great treatment. All right, I think that pretty much covers everything, at least everything I can possibly think of pertaining to skincare. I hope that it was useful for you. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that I gave you all the answers that you were looking for. Um, to anyone that's ever asked me about my skincare routine, here you go. Okay, I want to wrap up this very special episode with some weekly wisdom, as I always do. And this week, I thought it was pertinent to share a quote from a beauty icon. So I'm sharing a Sophia Loren quote and she said, beauty is how you feel on the inside and it reflects in your eyes. It's not something physical. And I just thought that was important because like I mentioned earlier with obviously with skincare, we're kind of talking about like the look of your face and like how you look to other people, but it's more so an internal feeling and knowing that you're loving yourself and investing in yourself and taking care of yourself and doing that helps your you just feel good about yourself. And I feel like when you love yourself, your beauty really does shine from the inside out. You guys, we have come to the end of Soul Click season one. I thank you so much for listening along on this journey with me. It's been really fun and I'm so excited to come back better than ever in the fall with season two, but I am truly so grateful and appreciative that you guys have tuned in every week and listened to me ramble on about my favorite things and what I've been up to and all the random topics that I want to talk about. It really means a lot. So thank you so much. Okay. I guess this is it. I'm going to wrap it up. Oh, of course I have to say, please subscribe. So whenever we come back in the fall, it will just pop right up in your podcast subscription box and you won't have to go looking for us or anything like that. Um, it'll just be right there. And also you can follow SoulClick's Instagram account um, if you want to. And that will also keep you up to date on when I'm coming back in the fall. And what else? Oh, you can, of course, leave a rating and review. If you've been enjoying listening to Soul Click Season 1, go ahead and leave me a review. I would really, really, really appreciate it. Can you believe that I sat here and recorded this episode twice in a row? Because I can't believe it. But also, I'm actually really proud because I think as much as I was excited and proud of the first go-around with this episode, I think the second one was even better. So it all happens for a reason, I guess. All right, that's all for now. I cannot wait to talk to you guys in the fall. Thank you.